0: This episode of Hop Heroes is brought to you by Magic Mind. Hey, Zach, tell me about your morning routine.
1: Well, Jordan, let me tell you. I, I wake up, I do 50 push-ups, I squat 300 pounds, and then I have a spot of
2: tea. Don't believe any of that. JR? You know, I'm, I get up at 4 in the morning, and I work that out. I sweat out as much as I can, and I have a piece of toast, and that's it. So both of you work out vigorously in the mornings, and you both look like this. <laughs> Jordan, I don't know I'm not what sure. This, I
1: think my sweatshirt is actually uh hiding what I really look like. If I, I just know, if either. I got more naked,
0: maybe you'd see. <laughs> Alright, let's move past that. So what I am proposing to you guys is you guys give your lifestyle a bit of a kick. It's called Magic Mind. Brewed mm. by Stephen Strange himself in the depths of the Sanctum Sanctorum. <laughs> this is a magical substitute for your regular daily caffeine boost. And it's not actually by Stephen Strange, but that adds to our Comic feel. It's actually from a Silicon Valley known creator, and he has brought the world's first productivity shot to the main stage. So, curious what you
2: guys think. Take a swig. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. It's good. No, yeah, it's really good. Isn't that good? Yeah. Yeah. Like it doesn't hurt at all to go down. Yeah, it doesn't
1: absolutely. hurt. It doesn't hurt me. There's no sharp objects <laughs> No,
2: in the shot. So
0: Seems safe. It contains 13 active ingredients, scientifically designed to improve energy, focus, and mood while decreasing stress. All things that combined improve your productivity. So it's basically supposed to get away from that anxietal, caffeine, jittery feel and just give you that natural calming boost. And I've been doing it for three days now and it's supposed to take you know about 72 hours to kick in fully where you feel the effects of everything inside of it. And I will say it's a lot more calming energy than I've ever experienced from coffee. Cool. I love it. So get yours today. Go to www.magicmind.com slash hop heroes and put in our code hop H2O and get 20% off your next subscription. It's as easy as that. Go to www.magicmind.com slash hop heroes and put in our code hop H2O and get ready for your life to change. Welcome to the hop heroes podcast, a show where we talk about nerd culture, alcoholic beverages and everything in between this week on Hoppy Roast. I recall you at one point comparing your ability to bench press to John Jones' ability to
1: bench press. I bet you it's similar. It's the
2: colt. Yeah, the, the colt. And instead of being full of muscles, you'll be skinny fat. So. Yeah. All right, let's just move on, all right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep going. let's get going. This is actually fun.
1: <laughs> Jared's like, I got some material here. Yeah, you don't pile th- on. <laughs> this is your role. <laughs> and and she had lost her dark saber, and Mando picked it up and did what he did with a dark saber. He wouldn't give it back. He'd be like, "Oh, this is my weapon. This <laughs> is <now>. mine. <laughs> this is the way." Let's
0: get. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, a show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. You can find us on all platforms that support podcasts, like and subscribe, leave a review, and if it's five stars, we'll give you a shout out on next month's episode. I'm your host, Jordan Areth, and with me as always, we have the talented artist, the comic enthusiast himself, J.R. Gonzalez.
2: Hey, Jordan, how you doing? Good, man. I can see that. You're doing great. Wow. Just thriving. Looking at me. Well, you know, I've seen you a lot lately, so. We have seen each other a lot. Yeah, we have. We've been hanging out. <laughs> we have been, um, been. Doing our thing. Which is, yeah, we never hang out. It's
1: like we're actually friends or
0: something. <laughs> yeah, it's It's <laughs> really crazy. weird. It's actually uncomfortable.
2: <laughs> A lot more
0: eye contact. Yeah. Hugging. Yeah. There's other things that we do besides prolonged eye contact. <laughs> and hugs that's what we do when we hang out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no music, no TV. The lights. lights are off. Just long hugs. Lots yeah. of gropes. Lots of groping. Yeah. And we got our third host, Zach Barlow. What up, what up, what up? Uh, I just want to add if you do give us a five star review, I will find something of Jordan's to ship to you. We're not doing that again. That's amazing. I will give something away.
2: He's got plenty of stuff. He's (laughs) going to have to get rid of it. We have plenty of stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Very minimal stuff.
1: (laughs) Jordan's got some cool stuff, so give us a five star review. Minimalist. I'll contact, contact you. We can. Work something out. That's
0: how I lost my Infinity Gauntlet, you <laughs> bastards. <laughs> so true. No, I just gave it's it away. It's my fucking cousin yeah, who is already just, like,
1: guiltily so subscribed funny. to us. Jordan was, like, so stoked about this Infinity Gauntlet. And then I just, like, <laughs> made a random competition. I was like, and the winner gets Jordan's Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least we Jordan gave was, it like, away
0: at the live show. That was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, was, that was awesome. Anyway, yeah, we'll bring that back. That was a good segment. No, we're
0: not bringing that <laughs> back. But anyways, we uh, we have seen a lot of each other. We went to Emerald City Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was uh, my first Comic Con, which was the highlight of the day for everyone, I think.
1: Yep. Um, it was a couple other people's first Comic Cons. Jordan, I don't know if I'm you remember. I'm sure it was uh, hundreds of people's <laughs> first Comic Con. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but like two sp- in special people in particular.
0: You guys have been to Comic Con before, though.
1: Yeah, we've been yeah, to Comic Con yeah, before. Yeah, we've been there before. But Jordan, or JR, has, has Ender been to Comic Con before? No he's six months I I doubt he's been To
2: Comic Con before And
1: Louie Is eight months So he's never been To Comic Con either
0: Yeah okay You brought your kids It was their first Comic Con But are they even Going to remember it
1: (laughs) We have pictures We have photos The photos are are Priceless I was a little upset
0: During the whole trip Because they were stealing My (laughs) Your your photo Opportunities (laughs) Yeah It's like this is my First Comic Con I should be in all these photos
2: Jordan's
1: like If you wanted me to be Grogu I
0: would have been Grogu (laughs) I absolutely would (laughs) have Well, was cooking in that grogu outfit he that was, was yeah was for the
1: listener hot. it was uh, warm in that luther place. my son i dressed him up in like a 100 percent polyester <laughs> <laughs> grogu wool like <wolf>. robe <laughs> with like a grogu hat with yeah. the ears and he was a trooper though he wasn't he like was. he wasn't tripping like he wasn't crying yeah, but like if great. you looked at his face his face was like beat red and it's like his and jordan i think at one point like looked at him he's like dude this guy <laughs> you gotta, get him, like you gotta get him out of that dog and you were just I like, was like i was pain. like yeah bro yes yeah. yeah, so one one of the first lessons i'm teaching my son is beauty <laughs> is pain bro you know what i mean yeah you gotta make sacrifices out here it's pretty. Yeah, teach him that at eight months It's, yeah. it's, <laughs>
0: it's, it's fatherhood. Uh, we also ran into our fellow podcast friend mash first yeah that time was fun meeting yeah hop, hop geeks news yeah yep. that was awesome he got an interview uh what company was it He's studio
2: ghibli Oh, uh, it was Namco. Oh, Namco. Namco. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. So was Bandai Namco. Bandai, and yep. you got to do a tour of the booth, which I'm super yeah. jealous of,
1: to be yeah. honest. Yeah. If he's
2: listening, we're coming. Good on you. you, man.
0: We're coming for that that uh, VIP press, press pass. pass. Yeah, well,
1: yeah. We're gonna need one of those next, next year. year for sure.
0: But yeah, we grabbed beers afterwards. I had a grilled cheese with bacon um, at the that old Pike good. Place Brewing. It was oh, sweet. Nice. It was a good time. Good
2: yeah. catching up with him. Good meeting him. Yeah, yeah and his son was fun. Yeah, hilarious. Spider Man pose. up Miles Morales. Yeah, did a great job. Yeah, I thought that was cool.
0: All good times. Then we went and saw Creed Three. Uh, together, yeah, we did, and we re- revisited why we hate seeing movies together. Yeah, we just walk out in silence. <laughs> it silenced, sucks.
1: yeah, it sucks. I like you guys, but it sucks. <laughs>
2: yeah. Nixed it right there, no yeah. more
1: movies. Because yeah. the best part about watching a movie with your friends is you walk out and then you get to have that like movie theater lobby conversation about like mm-hmm. what you thought and all the you know things that you liked and didn't like. But when we watch movies, we just awkwardly look at each other. Like, we don't say a word because we know we're doing this podcast Mm -hmm. segment and we don't want to ruin it for anybody. So we just, like so anyway it was raining outside that's weird <laughs> yeah. it's just like bro what the fuck well someone Sucks. was not in a
2: fight at the right it was... oh yeah, yeah dude. she was, was trying just... to get that smoke for yeah sure. Yeah, that was pretty
1: yeah pretty cre- that, it, it had an energy o- over fight. the audience where I felt like you know people were not ready to throw down at, at that uh, movie theater which yeah. is pretty rare
2: well it makes sense there's alcohol a lot mm-hmm. there but I got an adult icy you got an adult icy yes, for unfortunately for icy. you yeah can I get a
1: regular icy and you're like rum or vodka and you're like oh Whatever he gets. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, oh, you forgot to do. We, we mentioned that we did Magic the Gathering after Emerald oh. Con and watched John Jones. Oh, we're knock like the mentioning shit. that
1: on the pod that yeah. we actually play Magic. Jared, I didn't play. Did you
2: sleep. I didn't play Magic. about playing no, I'm pretty sure because nah, I didn't know dude. how to play any of it, and Mark was starting to get. I don't really know how to do that either. <laughs> <What> <laughs> you is guys this are magic, pros at it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you guys have special. I decks just remember
1: watching the sleeves, UFC right? fight. Oh, fucking John Jones. John Jones? It didn't oh, yeah. even last
2: like a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking choked yeah. him that out with a, his wrist.
1: I, I talked <laughs> I <can't believe laughs> the whole time about how fat he was. But, yeah, you hated on him. he finished that dude in like 30 seconds. I
0: recall you at one point comparing your ability to bench press to John Jones' ability to bench
1: press. I bet you it's similar. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it is. Uh,
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we're talking Creed 3 today. We're talking Mandalorian, and we're talking Something is Killing the Children, which is soon to come to
1: Netflix. Yeah, so, Netflix just picked it up. It's a comic book series right now, but Netflix picks it up, so we're talking about it. Yeah,
0: jam-packed episode. But before we go into Creed 3, let's let let's take a sip of this brewha we got here. So Zach has this very cool kind of craft beer store down the street from his house that I wasn't aware of. Until the foretold magic night, uh, where I didn't put magic. You get to record. buy, you know, individual canned unique IPAs or pilsners or whatever you're looking for. All local beers, all local, and then you can actually take something off of tap and get that canned. Oh, that's bar. cool. Um, so I was really excited about this to pick it up a beer on the way here, and I get there and it doesn't open until one o'clock. Oh, really? So uh, just a just a waste, unfortunately, <laughs> um, that we recorded at noon. Um, but I did go to. The you know the old reliable QFC, QFC down the road. <laughs> Shout out to Q. Uh, maybe we can get a sponsorship from QFC. I would love that. Yeah. I don't know. Do do grocery stores sponsor podcasts? <laughs> I we
1: should really, look into that. I don't
0: know if I've seen a grocery. Do grocery stores don't even have commercials? Like they, what advertising they do do. We
1: honestly they they like flex. Food. They don't need to. Like it's like I'm QFC. Do You, you need like bread. Me. Yeah. <laughs> do you uh, like, like beer. You need me more than I need yeah, you. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, so we are drinking the Clarity Rarity. Hazy IPA from Bale Breaker out of Yakima
1: Valley. Um, I'm curious to, to hear why you picked this one. Well, I didn't... After railing on Hazy IPAs in the last episode. So I I went to this craft beer
0: spot hoping to get inspired. Something similar, you know, had some parody or, to the episode. and yeah. That didn't happen, so I went to QFC and the can was pretty. And it stuck out. And, you know, I wanted to try that. So that is, it is a pretty can. Here. It's it got, pretty. like...
1: Purple stripes with gold accents. It's very, uh, it's very U-Dub. It's very Killmonger.
0: Oh, Killmonger. I dig that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, Michael B. Little Jordan. Panther. Ooh, Shout out. Okay. Hey. There's a, there's a, hey, okay. Look at, me. The dots. Yeah. look at me
0: go. There we go. I'm on fire. Fuego. So, Clarity Rarity, it's featuring hop aromas of mango, pineapple, peach, grapefruit, and get this, bubblegum. With hints of pine and mints, it's inspired by the tap room favorite, Beep Boop Bop Hazy IPA. <laughs> <laughs> So apparently the the Clarity Rarity is part of their Imagination Station uh, series where they will take taproom favorites and can them and send them out. So this is one of the ones that got requested to can.
1: Ooh, that's good. I think it's pretty good. It's not overwhelming for a hazy. It's not too sweet. It's not like... I feel like it's more sessionable than a normal hazy would be. Like I feel like for some reason it has like a crisp lightness to it that I feel like it's that pine and mint at the back. It might be, yeah, yeah. Gives it it might bitter be. Note. It doesn't feel heavy to me, mm-hmm. which
0: I think is nice. And it's not, too, it's not full sweet. Like doesn't make you give you a tummy ache if you drink too much of it.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. I'm a fan. And it's seven point one. So giddy up. Yeah, there you go. All right, so Happy Saturday.
0: Yeah, Zach, I feel like this is your segment to lead off because Creed is a important <laughs> figure. It's just your life. like
1: me. I agree. So, um I, I think no, I Creed is an important figure. I think um for the listeners um to know, I am not a casual Rocky fan. I think I'm beyond casual Rocky fan. Like I went through like a whole Rocky phase of my life, like the just that world and I have the Apollo Creed boxing gloves, and um, I want to name, if I have a second son, I want to name him Adonis, which yeah. my wife is <laughs> not happy. She's like, fuck off. You'll have Louis <laughs> the Lion and
0: Adonis Barlow. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Donnie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just really into it, and I've always been into it. Um, so, this is a special movie for me. It's special also because this is Michael B. Jordan's directorial and, mm-hmm. and writing debut. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you've been listening to us, you know... That's my boy. That's my boy. It's been my boy for a while. So That's my boy. He's not yours. He's mine. He's mine. He's mine. Uh, so yeah, I'm just super excited. I was really excited to see this film. Um, I watched Creed one and Creed two. Like we wa- we saw this movie on a Wednesday. I watched Creed one on on Monday. Creed two on Tuesday, and then and then the third. As you should. Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, I just came super prepared. I I also have notes, but um, I just want to open it up. I want to see like what you guys what you guys thought before I go. Fucking hated it
2: because <laughs> I'll go. We'll wait for that negativity later. Fucking <laughs> 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 Christ! Um, so I just of, had to follow that up. Yeah, I did. Um, I did similar to I, I. I've never actually seen Creed one, Creed two. I've actually delayed on it. Oh, you've uh, never seen them. Never oh, I didn't seen know that. Them, so I had to obviously watch it to watch the third one. Um, and if you didn't watch any of the other Rocky movies, you definitely would have been like, "What the fuck's going on?" But did you, but you've the, seen the Rocky movies, right? I, absolutely. Did you the watch
0: the Creeds with Amber? Did uh, so you let her watch the Creeds with you? Because I don't know if the, I would let.
2: No, she didn't watch listen. any of those. She didn't want <laughs> wait, any of let's, those let's things.
0: Wait, let's dive into that. You wouldn't <laughs> let. I just feel like it's competition <laughs> I don't need in my
2: life. <laughs> oh, you're saying. It, Unrealistic
0: is, uh, expectations there. Yeah. When,
2: yeah. when, when the lights People go People don't look like they're... this, I promise.
0: That's <laughs> not standard.
2: Um, No, but I. I that's probably smart not to let her watch movies with the uh, Hunkley stud guys Especially
0: coming to The three with Jonathan Majors My god Like Yeah Oh uh, yeah. yeah Everybody we'll gasped get but, We'll get there well, Okay we'll get there um, <laughs> We'll get to the body fat percentage But
2: yeah it, I watched one and two On Sunday I just took the whole The whole Sunday Me and the kids It's a wat, good day wat, yeah, yeah just laid there Watched nothing But watched the Creed movies It's a great day That's cool Um So and I was surprisingly um, Happy I was surprisingly Enjoyed it And enthralled. And, and Surprisingly
1: You had low expectations I did
2: to be honest with you Um
0: You like Rocky But you didn't think You like Creed
2: I like Rocky Rocky, yeah, I like parts of Rocky. I like Rocky four the best. Well, not all the Rockies are, are gold. First no, off, the first is- two are pure drama. Mm.
1: I think the first four are sick. I, I think five, six, and seven are trash.
2: Five is hard. Rocky Bal- Balboa is hard. You know, but I don't think I've ever seen Rocky Balboa. Rocky is Balboa seven? Is, is all drama too. So I, I think that kind of went into the Creeds too. I was like, oh, it's gonna be all drama. Yeah. And it re- you really have to be a good uh, cinematographer. So
0: just let me let me retrace. This. It's been a while since I seen the Rocky. So one, he loses to Apollo. Creed, yes. right. Yeah. Same
2: thing happened in Creed wo- Creed One happened in in uh, Rocky One.
0: And then which is the one where they have like a freeze frame at the end? Is that that's Rocky Three? That's three. Okay. And so which that's one does fight? That's a secret he, fight. Which one does he fight? Caldrago?
2: That's Rocky four. Four. Okay. So which? Okay. Okay. Rocky five is with Tommy where he trains that guy cause he's, he's too old and Tommy turns on him and he fights him in the street. Yeah. That's just, but sucks. he street fights him though, you know? So that that's kind of, and then you've got, uh, when he comes back and it's, I think it's Rocky Balboa. Yeah.
1: That's the one I haven't seen. I hate that one too. And All right. That's, yeah, so sorry. Moving so on. So the first four or six anyway. Yeah.
2: So anyways, yeah, so I just, I kind of had that like, man, I really want to, you really have to have really good cinematography for boxing and, you know, Rocky Four is the pinnacle of like that you know yeah even rocky three with uh <laughs> or mr uh mr t was pretty good yeah in that cinematography oh, yeah, yeah that dude. Good. um yeah. so i was i just delayed on it um not that i don't like michael b jordan but it was it just i don't know at that time i feel like star power wasn't for me there you know hadn't done 2015 2016 You're must. You're must. Fuck. Uh, i will say though that i think that
1: creed one like was his coming out party before creed one like Who was Michael B. Jordan?
2: I saw him on Bones. I saw him. He
1: was on. uh, uh, Fuck. It's like an old show. It's like about Baltimore. The Wire. The The Wire. Wire. That's right. He was a kid. Yeah. 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 He was a kid. He gets capped. Yeah. He gets capped at the end. But then, but there's a gap, right? And then he comes out for. I mean, I'm sure he's in stuff, but Creed 1 was like. Oh shit! So, so like, Creed one,
2: guy. right? And became yeah. a Creed one, and then Black Panther happened. So it's you know, exactly yeah. Black Which Panther so, was so like Creed one. was
0: before Black Panther. Yeah, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. I'd agree. Yeah.
2: So I mean, I kind of, I kind of was kind of re- I, I since I enjoyed the movies, I was kind of revved up for part three, you know. So yeah. going into it, I, I really revved up
0: where physically
2: everywhere, okay, just like a big vibrator. <laughs> just, God. Oh, just okay, oh. but um, and then of course you know uh, go to the adult theater. Why are you gonna say adult theater after <laughs> yeah, you talk
1: what? about being ripped up, bro? It's, it's, not, it felt, it's not an adult theater. It literally like, yeah.
2: there's <laughs> people twenty one and <laughs> over, bro. yo, and there was nobody in the lobby but you guys. I got lost because oh, the Jesus. sign isn't like. Uh, I didn't
0: know they still made these theaters, but Zach has
1: a membership. That's so. <laughs> true. We, we got guys. Yeah. It's not like an adult. It's like it's it's like a theater that serves alcohol and, and it's in the back of a bowling alley. <laughs> yes. And brings you like burgers. It like, has a full door. menu. You
2: got to give a secret. Name. Oh God. Okay. Um, so I was pretty revved up. I, you know, I enjoyed parts of the movie for sure. I did feel the boxing sequences weren't great. Um, I felt the, the compil- the composed music wasn't great. Um, but I enjoyed Whoa. the composed music, but I enjoyed the, uh, actual soundtrack with the artist and the rapping and that, that kind of stuff, you know, that was, that was actually really good, but composed music, I, I just, it didn't feel right to me. Um, Stars are studs. I mean, Michael B. Jordan's a stud. Uh, Jonathan Majors is a stud. Yeah. Um, is this the part I've,
1: where we should talk about Jonathan Majors now, or?
2: Oh, we can. I just, you know, for me, it's just wearing uh, 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 too many layers. Do you want to? Do you Do you, you want to go over my rating? Or yeah. Do you guys go, go. 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 Yeah, okay. Finish, so finish. I think um, all in all, there's there's, and it's not like Michael Jordan did that bad of a directing job. I you know I just felt like. Um, there was some elements missing. Maybe it is having Rocky missing because I was kind of like, okay, he got his butt kicked, and he has to come back. Where's that that element? And he really didn't have that person. Yeah, to who's
0: help. speaking of the wire? The guy that is his coach plays Avon Barksdale. Yeah. What's his name in real life? Is a Wood Harris or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. He was like the supposed to be rocky right. essentially. Yeah. I mean
1: nobody can be rocky right. though. Yeah. Like so he was the he was their his coach, which makes sense in the in the previous creeds because his dad trained Apollo Creed and in Creed 1, uh, Adonis goes to that dude's gym. His name is in the movie I think it's Chuck Frankie listen, Chuck. listen to whatever Chuck. we're we're, yeah. we're goofing it. But anyway, Um, he goes to that gym and wants to get trained and the guy says, no, blah, blah, blah. So he's like a recurring character Mm -hmm. in this movie, which makes sense that he would be the trainer if Rocky's not. Yeah. But he's not.
2: He's yeah, like he's not like that extra level. Actor, I, like I mean, and it I was... like him
1: too, actually, as an actor. I like no, he's
2: great. He was in in uh, like remember the Titans. Remember Titans. I feel like he doesn't sad. try
1: to be. Yeah, Rocky. Either, no, he doesn't. Which so, I like no, cool. he's his own guy, and yeah. he does yeah. a good his job. Own, of it. He he yeah. trains in his own way. He yeah,
2: honestly, didn't feel that void like you're talking about. I, just, so I, 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 I don't know. man. I just felt the void, and so I think that um, all in all, I I think I, I was talking about in my mind and that during the movie, probably like a six is what I'm going to go with. A six out of ten. Six out of ten. I love it. And, Holy and it's, shit, again, it's, dude! I love the actors were killing that's it. That's a that's a fucking low score for you, dude. I know that's a
1: that's like it's, the lowest score I've ever heard. You no give. way, I've given way you're worse. A, you're a bit of a softie Yeah, I you know. usually give way higher. Score. You're and like such a softball thrower, and I now you're, know, you're, and you're it, giving this a. Six? Is this not on purpose? Dude, get like, get the fuck out!
2: <laughs> leave the house! <laughs> 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 All
0: right, listeners, this has been fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the end of the no more hot heroes. I guess. Um, <laughs> oh but, wow! All right, but it's 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 a I've. You know, I wrote all the pros and cons down. I did the best I could, and I, I think that just the 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 composed music really drove me nuts. And then that's uh, that's a that's
0: an odd take to me, but I
1: I respect it.
2: Yeah, composed and I respect
1: like, you being true to yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I I think it's just it was hard to I enjoyed the, don't get me wrong I enjoyed it, um, but I also know that I felt like it could have been better. The, and the boxing sequences really did not work for me this time. They just really weren't inspiring. So, well, you're you you know fighting, you're a fighter. So, no, I just you know, I just seen boxing sequences, and I know it's not easy to do sports. And I've never been in a fight my whole life, so I don't know what you're talking bullshit.
0: about. You're a bully,
2: no, I'm right. not a bully, I'm five foot two. We've How's that possible? This? I'll
0: go into mine because I think you want to come come through with the haymaker at the end. Um, I'm not far off from you, JR. I don't think that it was uh, a six, I think it was better than that to me, but I thought that this was uh, Jonathan Majors show um i think that creed was cool it was interesting to see him kind of in his like fancy softened retirement Mm -hmm. life um there was a lot of heart in this Mm -hmm. um the whole brotherhood thing going back to when they were kids like the leon the foster home dad his mom like it hit when he was Mm -hmm. on his mom was on her deathbed and she was talking to him calling him apollo and he was crying. Yeah, that like, was crazy. I looked over his back to see if he was crying. Uh, he was. Oh, <laughs> was And uh, it was, that that part was like, fuck. Like, that hurt. Um, it, it, it definitely had a lot of heartstrings, which, you know, I don't think that they did it too much to the point where it, like, took away from the story. I thought it was pretty well pretty well put together. Um, I, I was just blown away by, I continue to be blown away by Jonathan Major's performances. I think mm-hmm. that his character in this was God. so goddamn good. And, like, I... I was thinking about it when I was watching it. It's like his fighting style, just, just his fighting style was so unique. Like the way that he held his arms, like just almost like he had like Captain America arm shields yeah. on, like in. Turtle turtle
1: shell defense. Yeah, that that's it's like called? an actual boxing defense. It's never, I've never seen it um, be portrayed in film, but like it's like a rare boxing defense that. I thought it was so sick. It's really fucking cool. And he also, he. Another version of that is like the the shoulder up, single hand up, which Floyd Mayweather is like known for, so yeah. famous. For, oh, okay, yeah, the that, master of that it. looks familiar. To and me, he's so never. I mean, Floyd's best attribute was is, is, is and continues to be his defense. Yeah, he never. Had types, and but. um, but the other thing that um Jonathan Majors did that I thought was really fucking cool was he had this um this herky jerky kind of like movement, like when he would walk up to you, which uh is reminiscent of um. Who did Muhammad Ali fight in Rumble in the Jungle? Joe Frazier. Oh, Rumble Joe, in the Junk. Oh, it's... Uh, oh, that was uh, George Foreman. George, George Foreman, yeah. Well, before that, he fought Joe Frazier. Yeah. And Joe Frazier is Down like... Down goes Frazier. Yeah, and Joe Frazier was like the a bully of boxing, and he mm-hmm. was like this power hitter, and he had that herky-jerky style where he would just like come at you like kind of like a fucking monster. Like it was like <laughs> terrifying because you just didn't know where his head was going to be, and if you threw a jab, you'd probably miss, and he really only had to connect one time, and it was over, and that was like what he's known for, and I feel like he like as an actor just like looked at video of Frazier and was like, yeah, I'm just going to, he did a I'm lot of research
0: that. for the role. I know that yeah. he say a lot of fighters. And, and I think what was really cool was he carried that style into his just mannerisms off outside of the ring. Like the way he walked and carried himself. Like he had a little bit of like, just that back and forth nodding and just like his facial reactions and just like his chin up, but like always judging them and that will like shy, like weird smile. When he first meets him, he's like warming up to Creed and like, he yeah. just, his character. I was just, he's polarized like the entire, every scene he was in, like I was, this man is got something behind up his sleeve. Mm-hmm. He is such, he's going to fuck everything up. He's got this yeah. dark secret, but I love
1: it. But even when he's being like kind, like I think that one scene in particular is when they were at the, the label release party and Adonis goes and, um, is like kind of like, you know, taking pictures and signing autographs, whatever he's doing. And then, um, uh, Dame uh, Who's the character's name uh, Talks to Bianca One on one And just his mannerisms In that conversation Talking to Bianca Made me feel Terrified for Bianca mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean He didn't say anything Over the top He wasn't like You know like it, it wasn't like Oh this guy's bad But it was like Subtly This guy's dangerous He had
0: this resting intensity That was yeah. like he, he could pop it any second And yeah. you know when it's gonna be But like I'm Shook And he's God, he's always wearing these heavy layers early on. Then he pops his shit off for his fight. It's like, oh my God. And when he
1: pops it off for the <laughs> first time, <laughs> oh God. he's like,
2: what are you? F-? <laughs>
1: like?" Because like, even in his layers, you can kind of be like, dude looks kind of jacked, bro. It's kind of thick. Yeah. And then he takes his shit off for the first time. And you're just like, what in like, the actual? I think that's a real you, human
0: in the theater. Like, how is Felix a heavyweight? Like, Felix looked tiny yeah. compared to yeah to dame like there was yeah. just no con- like i don't know if they had to weigh in yeah. on screen but yeah. there's no way they were in the same weight class like mm. that he was
1: just like twice his size yeah and what's cool too about like this jonathan major's acting choices is that they go together with his body type like i feel like he got massive for this movie he wasn't slender he mm-hmm. wasn't he, and was he, big he didn't in, ca-
0: in Quantumania too. Like. Yeah, same timeline, and yeah. he was when he was fighting a Man. You saw the boxing yeah. a little bit at the
1: end. There. Yeah, and he didn't try to play like a quick, slick, like style of boxer. He was like bully ball. Boxing. Like he was like, well, you go to the clink for 18 years, that's probably what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Up, you just so. do fucking pull ups and just imagine killing Adonis Creed, which mm-hmm. is the most terrifying villain of all time. This guy's been in jail for 18 years <laughs> just thinking about you. Yeah. And now you're in a ring with him. And like, you didn't fun. ride
0: him. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So I, I fucking loved his character and that really boosted this up. I thought that the soundtrack was fine. I didn't, I didn't notice anything about the score, but um, I was disappointed by the end. I think that the buildup was so strong. The story was so great. The characters were like ingrained in everything and I was rooting for him. And then all of a sudden like Adonis has to fight him. Adonis works out. Adonis is ready. They fight round over game. And it was just like, it just, the, the last 30 minutes escalated so quickly to the finale and to the climax. I was like, Oh,
2: yeah, they did go to okay. round 12 pretty quickly. And, and there was,
0: like, the cool scene where, like, they're in their
1: head, kind of, like, boxing.
2: The, right. and like the, the the and yeah, it drops the audience, and then it's just those two. I did
0: enjoy that. I thought that was creative, and that was cool. But, like, I don't know. I guess I just wanted more drama in the final fight than I actually got. Um, I felt, like, on edge the entire fight, which was cool. And maybe that's what they were going for, is, like, everything doesn't have to be a, a storybook crazy weird ending like I thought it was gonna get I thought Damon was gonna fight dirtier but he really didn't and yeah I don't know I just I felt like I was like oh okay so I was
1: ready for Adonis to lose
0: I was too I was ready for something to happen I thought
1: Adonis was gonna lose
0: but like in just the way that he beat him was just like he beat his shield or whatever and I, that was cool but
1: I don't know I just because that's the thing about the turtle shell is that sooner or later you have to look yeah which is also... It's fucking cool how close this is to real boxing. I mean, like, that's... Some, as maybe a boxing nerd? Something that I don't that's see. That's fucking cool. So, that's
0: cool. I, I just respected it because I thought it was unique, and I thought it was really cool. But I gave it a 7.4. Um, it wasn't a 75 quite, just because I feel like the finale was eh. But... Also, the characters, if it wasn't for Jonathan Major, I don't think I would have loved this movie that much. Um, I think he just really rose to the top. But that's where I stand. And now, Zach, tell us why we're wrong.
1: All right. (laughs) So I want to start with what I thought when I walked out of the theater. When I walked out of the theater, I was super disappointed. I was like, if you would have gave, asked me to give you a rating at that point, I probably would have given it like a three. I was so oh, disappointed. Shit. I had no idea. Yeah, because we don't fucking talk after we watch <laughs> movies. Of course you didn't. I just I'm am not, silent. I, I silently nice look at my feet sack. and I walk to my car and I think, why do I watch movies with Jordan? Um, but anyway, so uh, I was really disappointed. And I think the, the thing that disappointed me the most, honestly, was missing Rocky. I missed Rocky a lot. Like oh, you wow. said, you felt that void. Mm-hmm. I felt it significantly. I just feel like Rocky has this like way in his films where he gives you these like one liners that like are really motivational and stick to your ribs. And I feel like maybe not everybody's into that, but like I'm super into everybody's like one punch at a time, one step at a time, one round at a time. Or like there's a scene in Creed one where he's behind Creed and Creed is shadow boxing in his, in the mirror. And he's like, this is your, your only opponent, you know, like shit like that, where you're just, you just are like, Oh my God, bro. Like it's so rad. Um, and this movie didn't have any of that. There wasn't anybody that tried to be Rocky. I think that's interesting that you two both watched Creed one and two before this and felt that void.
0: I didn't watch the first I've seen it. Yeah. I didn't watch them before this. And I didn't, that's probably has something to do with it. You yeah. probably were expecting
1: that. Yeah, I was. And I, and, and, um and it was a big, it was a big void. It was a big void. Um, but I feel like over time, I've been stewing on this and my rating has gone up. Uh, as the more I think about it. Stealing or Google
0: imaging Jonathan Majors topless? Uh, it's <laughs> research, Jordan. It's all research. <laughs> um, so the
1: first thing I have is uh, basically we've already, you know, kind of gone really into it, but Jonathan Majors. I mean, you can't... This dude... I mean, there's been a lot of villains, really iconic villains in the Rocky world. There's mm-hmm. been Ivan Drago, Drago's son. Uh, there's been Apollo Creed. There's I, been... I said Cal Drago, didn't I? Yeah, yeah you did. That's okay. <laughs> we'll yeah, go yeah. with it. Um, <laughs> nice catch, though. <laughs> on, on my Mr. T. Uh, Mr. T. Mr. T was vicious. Mr. T was mean. Like, there's been a lot of really, Dami, really, yeah. really rad villains. There has been, yeah. There is no villain that's been close to, to Damien Diamond mm-hmm. Anderson. He scared dude. me, man. He was so fucking scary. Mm-hmm. And we've touched on a lot of things, so I don't want to, like, reiterate. But one thing that we haven't touched on that I think is worth saying about him is that w- one of the parts that made me so afraid of him was how relatable he was. Mm-hmm. Like, you were sitting next to me in the theater, and you looked over at me, and you said, he reminds me of X. Like he reminds you of a dude mm-hmm. that we know, that like I also feel like is like kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I kind of like we used to know him, we used to fuck with him, we used to be running around these streets. But now I don't know about this guy, so I just keep him at arms like 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 there's people in other people's lives that have people like that where yeah. it's like oh like that guy. So I think his like how close he was to like a real person that you could see like this dude did hard time. He got hard pause uh but you know what i mean he got hardened i should say from yes. the time he's been thinking about one thing he's been jealous of your life the life that you've built because you didn't choose the same path or you know the cards didn't break the same way for you so you have all this like great stuff or whatever and he comes out and he wants everything you have but you know you also abandoned him and didn't look back and so that's, yeah. You this that's whole time. yeah so i just feel like that story that story was amazing, and, and and the fact that that villain has a little like that relatability just adds to how terrifying he was. I mean, we could talk about his like facial expressions. I mean, I can go on and on about him. Um, I talked about missing uh, Sylvester Stallone, um, Michael B. Jordan's directorial debut. I thought was pretty good. I honestly felt like the pacing was pretty good. Um, I, you said you didn't like the soundtrack. I think that's crazy because the soundtrack was like one of my favorite. Duh. I think his choice of rap songs that like, I like when he used them he didn't yeah. like the
2: score right? no I didn't like yeah. the composed yeah. music the, yeah. the score the the actual soundtrack with the, the actual artist now that they...
1: and he got J. Cole to do like a yeah. an interlude just for this movie yeah that's, that's cool. like yeah. when he's training J. Cole is yeah. like things just ain't the same without Jermaine da 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 like it's like oh my god like it's that was amazing
0: that was J. Cole J.
1: Cole oh shit yeah. Um, so I just feel like that was like one of the better soundtracks of any Creed film, um, which I thought was really cool. I also think that the fight scene that he had, um, at the end with diamond was really fucking interesting. And, and Michael B talks a lot about his influence from anime. Mm -hmm. And I totally saw it in that fight scene at the end where like, he just drops the audience and then all of a sudden he's like banging up against like jail cells and he's hitting like the the pillow and you kind of, these two characters like fly through time and blah, blah, blah. So I thought that was cool. Um I like that the anime poll because he does talk about anime a lot and that's cool. Yeah. One one thing I didn't like about the film is how they aged Adonis out of fighting. Like I feel like um in this movie he's old and he's retired and he doesn't want to be fighting anymore and he wants to be training now and like he's in like this new promoter, era of promotion. his yeah, promoter. Yeah. And I just feel like, dude, Michael B. Jordan's thirty six. Like, are you done playing Adonis Creed? Like like I feel like you should you can keep doing this until you're like 40. I don't know. So I don't like that. Cause I feel like where are they going to go now? You know, cause that, that's can't the I had you can't keep coming back out end. of retirement. When I
0: was driving home, I was thinking like, man, like I, so and so has been out of the game for eighteen years and he's been out of the game for three years. Like it seems cool to retire and then come back like fucking four years later and just be the shit. Like that like that doesn't happen. Like it's yeah. not Tom Brady or fucking Brett Favre or right. whatever. And like they're making that thing like, But you, this, can't this do, you
1: can't keep doing it. Like they've no. already played that card. Rocky right. played that card in Rocky five, you know, or six, I Rocky think. Rocky
2: three. So he retired like well, he was weak. Remember how they used to like set him up? Yeah. And then he like they're like, You're soft, and Mr. T like knocked him out. Mm-hmm. But in Rocky Four, he retired. Right? Yeah. And so, uh, that's where, uh, yeah, because Apollo Creed helped him train for Mr. T on, in L.A. Oh, yeah, and then that's yeah, when yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Apollo fights Ivan. Yeah, so then Apollo fights Ivan because oh, he, he comes out him. of retirement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, then him. and then, yeah. So, it, it that, I, I thought the same thing. Like, where do you go from here? Yeah. Like, there's no, there's this kind of like the end to me. They're like it's going to be his daughter. Yeah, uh, I kind of uh, feel like, yeah. I
1: kind of feel like they're setting up his daughter to be like the next Creed boxer. The deaf boxer. Yeah. yeah. Which, we'll see. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, it's very Disney. I've been thinking about it. I've been really like stewing (laughs) on it. My rating went up a lot. Um, I think it was a great directorial debut. A lot of awesome, like, creative choices in the fighting. Jonathan Majors is a fucking star, bro. This guy is such a star. It's incredible. I give it a 9.2.
0: How? Fuck. It's, you went from a 3 to a 9.2? <laughs> yeah. It, I, it's,
1: it's grown on me. It's Just
0: grown on me. a little bit, huh? Yeah. It's grown
1: on me Jesus a lot. Jesus
0: Christ. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, a little biased in there, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> and the, the other thing, too, is like, I I I have this theory. Um, I, I'm, I'm almost wondering, like, is the Sylvester Stallone Adonis Creed beef, like the beef, the reason why he's not a part of this film, is it staged?
2: I don't know. I watched an interview, and it's he. In fact, he talked about this. He talked about how he loves Michael B. Jordan. He yeah. loves him, and he loves um, a lot of the the stuff that happened in Creed. But he won't. Should, can
1: we just like uh, summarize the beef real quick? For yeah, the listeners? go for it. So Sylvester Stallone wants nothing to do with Creed three for two reasons. One is creative differences. Um, Michael B. Jordan and
2: Erwin. Um, well, uh, uh, Henry Winkler. Erwin Winkler. Henry Winkler, which is the fonz. Yeah. Him and... So they actually started Rocky 1. Like, they started the Rocky together. In fact, when... Henry Winkler did? Yep. I
0: didn't
2: know that. I was surprised as well. <laughs> yeah. But when when, when uh, Sylvester Stallone wrote Rocky, he wrote it in his apartment. Black Dollars went... Like, this was his life, right? And,
1: and he, he never... He had never acted or, or written or directed anything before. But he like, knew he Henry just, Winkler, who yeah. was
2: in the Fonz. And he was only in there two seasons deep, right? Mm-hmm. So he contacts hey, like, oh, you know, yeah. he, you know, hey i got this script yeah and he you know
0: and script. yeah henry
2: wrinkler talks about this and he goes I, and he calls me in he goes oh, yeah i got this script and he goes okay tell me you know like what do you got And he goes it's a great so he sends it to abc and abc says no we want a new writer mm-hmm. and henry wrinkler's like uh, goes back to sly and he goes he goes they want a new writer dude he goes so he goes no don't let him do that to me i'm the writer this is my thing so henry wrinkler goes back and says no it has to be sly so like he fought for him yeah but he owns. But, the he made,
1: but he made a deal. He's like, if you get this, mm-hmm. you can be the actor, you can be the director, you can be the writer. But I own the rights yeah. to the franchise. So Henry, Wingard and at the time, the Sly, oh, Sly didn't know he didn't have anything. He, he was poor. It, yeah. He was in his thirties. He fucking didn't have anything. So he was like, "This is my dream. Like, of course I want that." You got. You got. Uh, yeah,
0: the royalty deal on Shark Tank,
1: basically. Yeah. <laughs> but now, now, this is a massive world worth like hundreds Mm -hmm. of millions and the wrinkler family still owns it. Mm -hmm. And Sylvester Stallone is like, what the fuck? Like I should own this. This is my baby. Mm -hmm. I want it. I want to give it to my kids when I'm gone, like blah, blah, blah. But they won't like relent. they're like, no fam, this is my shit. I mean, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. And so there's that There should be a 50-50 era. Yeah, he should be cut in I mean, come yeah. on Have some fucking decency. Well, That's what, yeah. that's what like, the He thing wrote is. all of these if it was for him It's yeah, his bro. character It's his character and It's did, his world He did like, yeah.
2: mention that He goes Honestly, he goes It's not like I want it all It's not about the money He goes I want to be able to pass this He just to my wants kids. to give it to his kids Yeah, it's my that's, legacy uh, And he goes In yes. the beginning He's like, when
1: I'm gone I want to pass this on This is what I did With my life, you know
2: And so that's kind of the shitty
1: part It is shitty It's pretty shitty And because of that He doesn't have any expendables, right? (laughs) 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 and because of that he doesn't really have any like stance or he can't really put his foot down on creative difference Mm -hmm. and that was like the second problem with creed 3 was uh the way it was written michael b jordan wrote it and he kind of didn't like the way it was written he thought it was like too dark he also said it was unrelatable which i think that's kind of weird. But anyway, um, and he thought that like he, he said, I'm a sentimentalist. Like I would prefer my heroes to be heroes as opposed to like villainized or whatever, whatever. So he wanted to like rewrite it and restructure it and like make Rocky a bigger part of the script. And Michael B kind of didn't want that. He wanted Creed to be able to stand on his own and like have that, this, his own film. And Rocky didn't have any power to change it. So like Mm -hmm. he said, well then I'm not fucking doing it. And they said, okay, well, piece but the reason why <laughs> I think this might I don't think it's actually staged but like Creed 2 ends there's a moment at the very end of Creed 2 where like Rocky after Creed wins looks up at Adonis he's outside of the ring Creed is inside of the ring and he puts his fist out and they kind of fist bump and he says it's your show now kid you run the show like and it's like a that's like a moment mm-hmm. in Creed 2 and then Creed 3 Rocky's not a part of it so I kind of like it makes sense that Rocky would be like not as much of a part of Creed 3 but I, I think that what would know, they gain from
0: staging the beef? Just attention.
1: Yeah, well, I think in, in wrestling, like there's always these like heel turn moments where like they have these like you know, oh, you know, well, wrestling. Brett the Hitman. I mean, this is kind of wrestling, right? I know, much. but like, is that what they're going for? Is the maybe though the reality TV drama? It it wouldn't be the worst idea. Just hear me out. So. Let's say they have this big beef. Rocky's not, you know, going to do this. Whatever, they're never going to do it. But then they have like a Creed Four or Creed Five, and this is the last one. And he comes, and then back. Rocky comes back. It's like, oh, Brett the Hitman Hart's not dead. He's back. So you're playing chess. It's like, oh, whose music is that? You know, like I feel like that would be like a wild
0: fucking. Rocky And you don't let anybody know until yeah. they reveal like Modoc. Yeah,
1: and then the movie just <laughs> fucking drops and Rocky's like in it, you know, yeah. training again. Like he's coming out of retirement. Oh my this. god. he would be, so <laughs> <laughs> be like eighty. Yeah. But I think something like that would be <laughs> would be pretty cool. So Okay. I respect I don't that. I don't that know, it's just a theory. I like it. Yep.
0: All right. So all in we give it a seven point five. Yeah. Um, with our scores combined. If you look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, I so looked it up this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh eighty eight. 88, which critic score? uh, Tomato score. What about audience? I don't know audience score. But usually we're with the people. Usually. So I'd imagine we're around the people score. Um, So any other ties we want to throw in?
2: Um, No other ties. Just Carl Weathers, which is Apollo Creed, which is, we're watching Mandalorian. So that's Mm kind of cool for us. that
0: connection. Um, Respect it. The Kevin Bacon
2: web of... Connections. uh um, We are
0: not with the
1: people.
2: Audience score is 96. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God damn. Shit. Dude, I am with the people.
1: <laughs> you were not with I the people. Yeah. Like, a I was 9.1. You were three. I was 9.1.
0: I gave you 9.1. You <laughs> gave me 9.2. Did two. I say 9.2? Two. Even yeah.
1: closer to the people.
0: I uh, I think that Zach saw some reviews Like shit I gotta get <laughs> <laughs> I don't to bump this up, I gotta bump this up <laughs> Oh bit. shit But I can't say 96 on the 9 Because it'll just be too obvious <laughs> um, No I, I mean like I think it was a good movie And I think that we enjoyed it I just Yeah one more from the end But anyways That is our take on Creed 3 And we'll be right back After this And there's Jonathan Majors Jesus fucking Christ <laughs>
2: This episode is brought to you by our friends and family at Action City Comics who have been with us from the very beginning. Love you guys. Uh, they have our picture up on the wall in there from 2000 and whenever. That's how long they've been with us. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to know where the, you can look for them on Instagram, Facebook, they got a new Facebook group coming out where you can do auctions, exclusive books. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we love them to death and we appreciate them. So. Dodger away Washington. Go say hi to my best friend, Doug. Yeah, Doug.
1: Love you, Action City.
0: And we're back. And we're going back to basics, boys. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We've been a while. I <laughs> have not read... I think I forgot how to read. It's been so long since we actually did a comic book. Um, but Something is Killing the Children uh, from James Tinian came... Uh, Across our radar, because Netflix has picked it up, and not for a first time. This is the second time Netflix has picked it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's the second time
1: Netflix picked it up?
0: Yeah, so it was picked up before, um, and this comics from 2019, and it was picked up by the production company that made uh, A Haunting at Hill House, or The Haunting at Hill House, which was a Netflix show, and I thought it was could have been way cooler, but it made it a little kitty. Mm-hmm. It took dark things with cool visuals, but made it a little kitty, and that was creative differences it, it dropped. And now it's picked up again by the German production company that made Dark. Oh, okay. That series on Netflix that's super good. That's super good. So now it's in its second second run. So I'm really excited that that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something Jr. suggested. So I'm going to let you kind of kick it off of what the book's about and what people can expect.
2: Yeah, so first thing to know about this book is written by an amazing writer, James Tinian. He's, um, he's a great Batman writer. He writes great horror stories. There's another book that's out there. It's called Um, The Nice House on the Lake, uh, which is another story um, that deals with um, basically the world is dead and this alien being brought him to this like house on the lake to like survive certain people. But anyway, so he writes these amazing horror stories and this one's no different. I mean, um, this book came out in 2019, and it was already a hit from the beginning. I mean, to get this book. And it's a pub, it's a private, or not, it's a it's, independent. It's Boom Studios is yeah. the is Love to hear that. Yeah. yeah, and so, and which is great because, I mean, a lot of times these writers, when they come from one, like DC, which is where he came from, he actually <laughs> started writing and joined DC in 2012 as an intern and kind of worked his way into comics that way, which is one way to do it. He's just networking himself and just kind of, Put him, you know, started um, kind of doing backstories, and Scott Schneider, who wrote um, the New Fifty Two Batman, which is one of the famous Batman stories, now um, asked him to to join his team and write some Batman stories. Which is great to have like this guy who writes horror stories write Batman stories. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Perfect fit. It's perfect fit. So he's done it. his Batmans are amazing, and so uh, when Something Killing the Children come out, this this rage of co- horror comics at that time was really popular. I mean, and you had these guys who were. Who who were writing major comic stories, you know Rick Remender, Scott Schneider, jumping into kind of this, uh, independent horror kind mm-hmm. of stories, and I and then maybe that was something to do with, you know, this might be picked up as a show at some point or a movie, mm-hmm. um, because you're not gonna make any creative. Um, I guess, no writing for Spider Man forever, you know, or Superman or Batman. So you got to come up with these like characters. So, yeah,
1: if you want to break that ceiling, you kind of have to get yeah, something, you're original. gonna have to do
2: something completely different. So, yeah. I think a lot of these writers are starting to do that. And um, something K- killing the children fought- follows the uh, House of Slaughter, um, Erica Slaughter. And so, the House of Slaughter is basically like this covenant of killers that. Monster hunters. Uh, Monster hunters. Monster monster hunters. Yeah. Um, But they're all, they're pretty much killers. I mean, and then they fight uh, others. They fight each other. There's actually a prequel story that came out um, last year called House of Slaughter, which follows the, if you read the book, there's this guy calling her all the time, follows that guy. Um, Mm -hmm. And so this one, this story starts at where there's these children just getting murdered throughout these towns. Brutally. Yeah, Yeah, dude. That was one thing that like really fucked
1: me up when I first started reading it was like, Oh my God! Like mm-hmm. they're really going there. They're finding like they're, tree branches, and it's yeah, like kids. They're, they're it's like gone. kids, and yep. it's like. Oh, I think something bad's gonna happen, and then the next panel, it's like this kid's just ripped in half, and like mm-hmm. it's like holy shit. And I imagine like if a Netflix show really wants to go there, they're gonna upset a lot. That's why I'm of glad people. the second this is going It could be very brutal. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think they're gonna get a little darker than the first one. would. Good, it, so.
2: good. And so um, it kind of follows until Erica Slaughter is the, like an assassin of these monsters. So she's got to go there, but <laughs> by the time she gets there, there's like 30 kids dead, and
0: that they know of. That yeah. they know
2: of. I mean, they're blaming a bear. Um, but she, she she teams up with this kind of like little kid who was having a sleepover with his friends and you know he's telling monster stories and then all of a sudden you know they're all dead they think he's a killer and, so and he's
0: she, an outcast to begin with he's so. an
2: outcast he's kind of um, fits the mold yeah it fits the mold mm-hmm. so um, she shows up you know, the sheriff's after her, you know, this this guy who... It's a small town, small so everybody town. knows that she's there. She's there. She's weird looking. She stands
1: out. She's yeah. got
0: a very Emma Stone look. Yeah, which mm. probably... With the hair over one eye and the, the heavy eyes. The eye big shadow. eyeball,
2: the big yeah. eyes. And the
1: green, lime green eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So, you know, she finds... she. F- Obviously, he already knows what's going on. Something's weirds going on because this isn't like a typical E seven monster or whatever. You know, this is a big time. Something's weird. This is a nesting monster, and where it's a mother. It's a mother where she's producing offspring, and again, only children can see the monster,
1: which is huge. Only is children huge. can see the monster um, who believe in who them. believe in the monster mm-hmm. who yeah. have fear of the yeah. monster. And
0: they said something cool where it's like believing is different than knowing. Yes, yeah. You know, there's not monsters out mm-hmm. there but you still get scared when you're in the dark mm-hmm. you still get scared when you hear something in the woods right because you, still you get believe that, yeah. that it could, they yeah. could it be it still could be there yeah. that
2: still happens to me this day i go out in the woods i'm like i'm, I'm not going to talk about okay that's, we're always <laughs> with you though That's <laughs> why <laughs> so, like, we always got to go with you <laughs>
0: you seem pretty scared <laughs> yeah. i'm always scared <laughs> i'm always scared <laughs> <laughs> i'm like the hulk but less cool <laughs> is you're the like, hulk always scared you want to know my secret no he's always angry yeah oh i'm always scared that's my superpower he's the
2: Except for you're not green, you're yellow. I'm always cautious. Yeah, he turns yellow. God. What
1: a great movie that would be. And in,
2: instead of like it's the cult, yeah, the, the, cult. Cult. the cult. And instead of being full of muscles, you'll be skinny fat. Yeah. So. All right, let's just move on. All right? Let's <laughs> right, Let's keep going. This is actually fun.
1: <laughs> Jared's like, I got some material here. Yeah, Hold you on. don't pile on. <laughs> this is <isn't> your role. <laughs> stick to the comments.
2: <laughs> um, Cuts deep. So anyways, that's the premise of the story. She figures out this monster. She uh, winds up killing the monster. She's pretty badass, Erica Slaughter. Um, very badass. The very badass. I read She's the almost
1: f- like a superhero. Yeah,
2: I read the first. Uh, I only read volume
0: one, which is the first five yep. issues. I bought it, Same and one. I'm pissed off that I have only bought one. Right, because they
2: leave you at a fucking cliffhanger. Yeah, I didn't realize it'd be such a quick read. <laughs> I like really I sat
0: down, I was like, oh, I'm done, and yeah. I want to know more. Zach did the smart thing, where the the cheap thing and the bullshit thing actually. Is <laughs>
1: oh, okay. Wait, when we just stop? When you stop with the first one? Why right? no. you gotta like add all, well, all you you got other stuff. The digital <laughs> version, which is just I bought <laughs> mine on Amazon. So, so I read for the record. I read like I'm on volume six right now.
0: So in volume Shit. one, they show her fight, but it's so quick you don't really get to see her fully in action. So I'm yeah. sure that, that gets deeper and deeper as she shows off more skills. But
1: she, you can just tell she's a yeah, she's, she's a beast. Yeah, she, but everybody she, she, from House Slaughter is a beast. They're not normal humans. Yeah, none of them. There's okay.
2: something weird. They have this little like uh like uh, like stuffed a, animal thing, stuffed animal, which is like an avatar for them or they're like little keeper or something. Um, in the House of Slaughter, which is the prequel. You going to answer that? <laughs> like,
0: I, do I, really I want can, to get I into this? That,
2: no. I mean, uh, we could do q and A Q&A here because I have some questions that Zach might have answers to. Zach, might because I haven't read past one through five. I've yeah. read the House of Slaughter, which is the oh, prequel you have? like it. yeah. So it's it's the prequel, which I've read one one through ten on that one. Okay, and um, and that one is is there's more drama in that one than there is in this one. So
1: we're just saying quite a bit. Yeah. There's a lot of drama in this one. There's, so let's talk about for the And Let's just talk about what you expect from Netflix. Um.
0: So what I'm hoping we get... I I assume it's going to be a little Stranger Things-esque. That would
1: be kind of... Stranger Things-esque? Okay. I mean, it's
0: in the same realm. Um, I I think that Stranger Things doesn't hold punches, really. They get pretty dark with it. Like, the first season when they killed... What's her name? Uh, Her friend in the pool. Bev? Bev. It's not Bev. Is it Bev? No. The girl with the glasses? It's definitely not. We know who you're talking about. They went pretty gross with (laughs) that, right? And, like, I don't think they're going to... If they go that route, like the Duffer brothers did... I'm going to be excited for this. If they go like let's appeal to the entire world and House of like, Keys. Oh, oh god, lock. If this go oh if they go fucking lock and key with this, lock I'm and be key. So I can't stand that. Mad. That would be fucking disastrous. Yo. Nate will be stoked. Our friend Nate the Barbara. love Lock and Key, Barb, that's who it was. Close. Yeah, he'll be freaking ecstatic so he can watch it with his daughters, and I don't care about that. Fucking I want to watch it with my friends. Good looks myself. on watching <laughs> stuff
1: with your daughters, but
0: blocking, he sucks, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So if they go soft with it, I'm going to be pissed. Um, have you guys ever seen Attack the Block? No. No. So it's a uh, British indie horror movie. It's more like an action movie, but it's got the dude that played Finn in the new Star Wars mm-hmm. run. He's the main character. Mm-hmm. And it's about these aliens that crash lands British projects, and mm-hmm. they have to, like, get baseball bats and fireworks and shit and fight these monsters, and it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Great, great soundtrack. I hope they go with that kind of approach where it's just like a little off mainstream, mm-hmm. a little quirky comedy, dark, and they don't hold any punches. Right. Like, that's what I want to see from it.
2: Yeah. I think um, I'm in the same boat. I want to see something unique. I don't want to see uh, big-time actors, to be honest with you. I don't want to see someone that I – I want to – and sometimes
1: (laughs) they they cast Pedro Pascal (laughs) as the kid (laughs) unless unless you're Pedro Pascal I feel like Pedro Pascal just gets cast in every single thing dude it's like of course he's starring in it of course speaking
0: of which this is perfect timing to record this episode the day before the last of us finale just phenomenal timing on our part yeah we're
2: great at this damn it (laughs) I didn't even
1: realize that tomorrow was the finale Yeah, 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 we suck
2: we'll (laughs) we'll
1: talk about it later yeah Yeah. we'll
2: get to that one but um, yeah I'm just kind of the same boat I want to be enthralled in the story and i want to be enthralled and i don't want to have to worry about it being cheeky or or trying to uh, appeal to white audience you know what i mean and white audiences I, what's wrong with white audiences i, d- I don't want to he- i don't want it to i want it to have a great story i don't want it to a like wide audience. why wide. what did i say i thought you said white audience
1: you did say why did i say Jordan's just did i say white <laughs> i didn't want it to... it kind of sounded like you said white but I we, mean, there I, has I to I be a you... t
2: in that not wide white so yeah, i guess white people dog okay well i'm mean, fine i just <laughs> I mean,
1: white audience
2: is the widest audience. I guess yeah. So I I guess we don't really need that as much. But let's get into this. (laughs) (laughs) Who'd
1: you vote for, dude? (laughs) Who
2: did I vote for? I'm joking. I voted for Pedro Pascal. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Um, But yeah, that's what I'm I'm explaining. Uh, That's what I'm explaining. That's what I'm expecting. This is just trudging through the mud. Yeah. We're just.
1: just Oh my god. All right. um, I hear you guys. I think that. I'm gonna zag just a little bit. I think that they could take this even darker than what we're saying. Like, I think this could be even though. even darker than Stranger Things. I think this could be like Saw meets like oh shit. Um, well, you've read more than we have, so it probably gets meets dark. like um, Underworld. And the only reason why I'm throwing Underworld in there is because there is action. Like, it's not like. Pure horror, where like our protagonist is like hiding from like and powerless against like the you know villain or the monster. There is like a character, Erica Slaughter, who does fuck some shit up femme and fatale. can femme fatale that shit um, and go, go ham. So it's not like a helpless helplessness, which I think Saw is, and that's like a lot of horror. But I, I, I think it's it could get super dark, like darker than Stranger Things, like. Very, very scary genre of horror, pure darkness. Like, I would scary as that. shit. If they wanted to. And I yeah. kind of hope that's the direction they do. Because I think that if they don't, if we go anywhere close to lock and key, <laughs> it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> I think the way this is written, it's so dark, dude. It's very dark. So it very scary. Worse. Lots of tension. You know, um, gnarly, gnarly, gnarly stuff happening. And honestly, I think that like Netflix picking this up If you're in a boardroom, you kind of have to know, excuse me, that you signed up for pissing some people off, bro. Like, I could really see some Karens getting on the phone (laughs) and being like... My kid watched this show, and it like I really feel like there's like a line, there's li- boundaries, obviously, and the shit that like m- massive pr- publishers produce. But look at the fucking name of the book. Like, if you're That's a Karen
0: true. and you're calling on something is killing the That's children, a good point. saying little Toby wanted to watch his favorite show, like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck you. It's a good point. Right. I, I'm not on the Karen side. I'm just no, I saying, say saying, fuck you, Karen. Based on what happens in these books, dude. Like, if that is portrayed on Netflix, mm-hmm. people are gonna be. Pissed, like or it's gonna, gonna be an love it. Like I'm gonna, I mean, it's a show. I, I'm, I'm, I, I like the fact that like it's dark and cool and and new. I just couldn't, I could see like pff, Alicia's not gonna watch it. Not, that, <laughs> not that she's gonna get mad, but like, bro, one scene, she's gonna be like, I am out, bro. I'm so fucking out of this. Like, she doesn't like dark stuff. So and you want to see like this, this can nuts get oozing dark, from sharp teeth and like yeah. And, and I, I, yeah, I, I want them to go all the way, dude. Yeah, like, I don't sense. want them to pull any punches. And I think that, and you guys are saying, like, well, it could be Stranger Things if they go all the way. And I'm like, no. Go it farther. goes way darker. Than, like, if they go all the way, <laughs> it gets so much darker than Stranger Things. I love that. So much. I think that, too. Yeah. I'm excited. So, do you
0: know more about the House of Slaughter, then? Like, what they are? Yeah. Yeah. All right, listeners, if you don't want to know spoilers, tune out. But I'm curious, because I have not... One cent of information, but also give on us this. a five
1: star rating. I'll give you some of Jordan's if you do. I have. <laughs> you can give his book away socks. that you
2: bought on Amazon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Regift. So, <laughs>
2: is it like a panel
1: of
0: this? Like, is it like a bloodline? Like the this, this slaughterhouse? No. no. So where are these are they? Aliens? Do you want me
1: to like? I'll just give you yes or no answers, or do you want me to like? Are we no. having a real conversation? I want to have a conversation. So is it?
0: Is it? Uh, are they human? Yeah. Okay, what are these stuffed animal things come into play? Because I'm so curious on that.
1: Those are called totems. Okay. That makes and sense. That makes sense. Um, what they are are the monsters that they're fighting, captured and essentially tamed so that they can't do what they normally do. Um, they captured
0: the, the monsters and tamed them into a
1: totem? Into a, into a stuffed animal, a totem. Are they like trackers they then carry too, though, around. right? Well, the totems aren't necessarily like... It's kind of a love hate relationship. It's not like they're like enslaved. Mm-hmm. Like Erica's totem isn't enslaved to Erica. Mm-hmm. Erica's totem like talks shit to Erica all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, this is fucking dumb. You're going to get killed. Well, and then Erica will the be the like, it, like, shut yeah. the Let fuck up. In. Like, it's fine. We're going to figure this out. So, like, they have that mm-hmm. relationship, but they are generally helpful to each other, helping Erica track and find these other monsters. That's right, yeah. And Erica's totem in particular is the monster in. in um, the first volume. It's not the exact one that she kills, obviously, but it's that type type, of monster. It's like a mother that did that thing. And her totem killed all her, her family. Mm. Like, so her, her story is the same as the kid's story in volume one, where like she had a, and the kid's story in volume one, I mean, is also, you guys don't know this, but basically he got scared. He didn't, he heard something, didn't know what it was thought he saw something didn't really and then he thought it'd be cool to like go to his friends and tell a horror story like this, this thing happened but what what that does is it creates the monster mm-hmm. and then so it's he killed his friends in that sense. Erica did the same thing but her monster killed her family and her like siblings and stuff and then she like almost killed the monster didn't quite kill the monster somebody from slaughter showed up at her house Uh, saw potential in her as a little girl and then enslaved the totem into her favorite stuffy and now that's her totem is the same monster that killed her family also when the totem um, becomes like a totem over time it changes form so like and you see what her totem actually looks like because only she can see it.
0: Well, I saw, the, I saw that. It's in the that comic. orange yeah. thing
1: and it has like the Buddha head mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. That's the exact same monster that is in the comic that looks like a spider except it changed form as it like becomes more tame and more of its like true, true self because the fear that is like kind of given to these things like from the kids and people around them make them like animalistic and vicious but they're very sentient. Mm.
0: So it's almost kind of like It where it's like the more afraid of you are of it, the more the changes. powerful or yeah. dark it becomes. Yeah,
1: that's cool. Yeah, I uh, like it.
0: Where do these creatures come from?
1: I don't know yet. Okay, I don't know that. So far, all I know is fear.
0: Tune in Netflix and find out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'm, I'm I'm excited. I mean, this was such a quick read. It's hard to really give an opinion, but
1: I obviously yeah. wasn't. It's pretty good. I mean, I, I we I knew I was only reading volume one for this episode. I I. Got to the end of it, and I was like, "What? Like, I gotta keep reading." And we'll I'm see surprised what you're next. into
0: this because I don't think like, take you as a horror kind of guy.
1: But I'm really not a horror kind of guy, but to be honest, I'm, I'm just stoked to be reading comics again. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's been, been a while. Bit, yeah. it felt so good. I was like, "Ooh, this feels good." And then I was interested enough to see what happens next, so I just kind of kept going with yeah. it. Cool. Well, I'm excited for it. We don't have a timeline. I
0: think it just got picked it up. Just so. got picked up. So um, as we get closer to the the release date, hopefully this one
2: sticks. First off, yeah, maybe we'll do like we what we did with Low. We just kind of go as we. Yeah, we
0: can read more volumes mm-hmm. and talk about it but uh, definitely recommend picking it up at your local comic book store
2: because um, yeah it's great it's, it's coming it's, it's freaking cool one of the most popular books we, uh, we sell at Action City so we constantly have to order that book constantly well there's a reason so
0: yeah. alright Well, cool.
2: we'll be right back after this
0: <coughs> hello Hopheads we just want to take a quick moment to shout out our friends over at Hop's Geek News Hoppy Mommy and Mash have a podcast where they drink beer as well and Turns out they talk about nerd shit. So if you're enjoying this, you'll enjoy them. Uh, you can find them on the Hops News platform, anywhere you can find podcasts. And uh,
1: I think when we went to toto woman the battle and they did, they did technically beat us, but like, I kind of have a beef with that because they removed Jr., who's part of our team. That's true. (laughs) So it's like, why would you, why were, why are we tying an arm behind our, like, of course you and me don't know what we're talking about. So like, I got a beef with that. I feel like we need a rematch and I think we should have Jr. Yeah. But it wasn't
2: that bad though. It was close, it was closer than we than we thought. It wasn't that bad? That's encouraging. We, we lost, but we we, we
0: we it was close. This was supposed to be an ad spot for Hawks Geek News, and instead it's just a, a fucking challenge, challenge,
2: challenge, throwing
0: down the gauntlet. <laughs> so we'll Halloween, see you back out there,
2: 2022. Matter of fact, don't even go fucking listen to guy. Just, just stay right here.
1: No, we love him. Love you guys. Check him yeah. out. This is the way. This is the way, dude. This is the way.
2: This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way.
0: This is the way. I want to make a cool rap beat out of that. This is the way. A. Hey. A. Hey. We're talking Mando, the Mandalorian, Mandalore. Yes. Let's Mando go. of
2: the month, which Let's is a go. segment
0: I proposed, and I feel like didn't get a lot of kickback. But <laughs> we got to buy that helmet. It's like four. Mando 50. of the month. <laughs> Mando of the month. Who's our Mando of the month? This month? <laughs> Which I don't know what you'd have to do to earn those honors, but... But whatever you have to, to do, I would do it. I'm open to it. Yeah. Um, all right, so we are recording here on the 11th of March. Two episodes of The Mandalorian have been released. Yep. God, it's good at season, it season three.
2: Season yep. three.
0: Great to have it back. Mm-hmm. Um, this season is intriguing to me because I've always been curious, when I say always, I mean since The Mandalore started, of... The lore of Mandalore. And that's something that I think you have a lot of knowledge about, Zach. I remember in the first season you were diving deep into like the Darksaber and everything that mm-hmm. we were talking about there. So I'm very curious to hear more from you on this. Um, <laughs> but two episodes in, guys, what are we thinking so far?
2: Uh well, just a heads up, because I didn't watch the Book of Boba Fett. And so there's you didn't a Did not watch the Book of Boba Fett I at all? I not watch No, movie.
0: we talked about this. We did an episode on it. We we, oh, we watched like right. the first half and then we stopped watching as soon as Mando came in and you're like, "You guys struggled through the worst of it and missed the best yeah, of it." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so now. we did I didn't watch it and so I didn't realize like there were some things in the show that I'm like, "How did that happen? Where did that come from?" I'm like fuck, and then I obviously you research it and you're like, "Ah." The
1: Book of Boba Fett just became the in season 2.5. Yeah, yeah,
2: and I'm like goddamn, so we, I missed a lot of that stuff, but um you know, I really wanted to talk about the writers and the the production of this this the show and how amazing this show looks the composed music is amazing on this show um and so like for me i wanted to see if it hit all those marks you know obviously we're two episodes in so it's really hard to kind of give like a good rating um uh, it's Pedro Pascal but I'm so used to seeing his face now so not seeing his face so I'm a little depressed What's I, just, I just orphan
0: like orphans like he just loves everything he's in it's like oh he's, he's
2: got reluctant
0: kids. father
1: figure <laughs> gotta figure it out and uh, it's funny because when I watched the first episode of Mando I uh, had watched The Last of Us and then yeah. I went straight from The Last of Us to Mando and I, I just felt this overwhelming like Dude, it's Pedro Pascal's world, and I'm just living mm, in it, bro. Yeah. Like, this guy is everywhere, and I love it. Like, yeah. it's awesome, bro. Yeah. Like, good for him. I love everything he's in, Um, and it's just, it's cool. But it's crazy that, like, these, like, massive, massive things. I know I've already talked about this, but he's starring in, in all of it. It's, it's like, indeed, dude, this yeah. guy is... Jesus, he's yeah. just doing so well. He he talk- he's on top he of the world. Miss. Yeah, he's we're on talking- top of the world. He's
2: literally it's Jonathan Majors and Pedro Pascal. That's that's what's taken over everything. And he and it's like now that I know and
1: who- uh, and uh, Jenna Ortega. Oh, Jenna Ortega. I think these are the th- the three. Like Dude. rulers. Of Jenna Ortega was the on, multiverse.
2: What's
0: the uh what's the wing hot wing show? Hot takes or whatever. Um, hot
1: ones. Hot ones. She did. Do you see that episode? She was on. I haven't seen that. Ep- I love that show though. I've I've done the hot ones lineup like four times. The guy was like crying. The host and yeah. she was
0: just like, "You all right? Like you good? Like she was so <laughs> really? fucking stone cold fine. Like it's like Jesus Christ. She's a savage. She's a yeah. Savage. I don't yeah. understand
1: that though because I've had that sauce that makes him cry every time and. It's People that are able to eat it and be like, fine, like, I really am no, concerned. You. Like, are you a human eat being? i mild
2: from Taco Bell, so I'm okay. I, <laughs> I love heat. But I don't understand it. No. Yeah. Uh, and she's on the scream, new Scream movie, right? Yeah. So, yeah okay. So, um,. But anyways, yeah, so now that Pedro Pascal is such a big thing, I mean, I see him everywhere. It's like when you when you want to buy a car and, and you know what car you want and you see that car everywhere, like, now I see him everywhere. Mm. I mean, I saw him in an episode. He was in um, Hot Ones, actually, recently as well. He did Hot Ones, yeah. Really? I mean, he, he was yeah. In, the, in The Mentalist. For, I'm like, how, how did I watch the show The Mentalist? And it's just all that's come to, the, like, this point. And How or why did you watch a show The Mentalist? I just started watching it because it's something I could do while I'm while I'm working. You and your show Monk, monks and Mentalist. For sure. For whatever reason, it all comes together. <laughs> he was there at the end. I'm watching that. I'm watching <laughs> The Last of Us. Now we're watching Mandalorian. So I mean, not not seeing his his face, and but you know it's him there. Um, but I, I love the 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 cinematic the scenes and the the visualization of the Star Wars, and yeah. I I felt like. Star Wars was missing that in the last couple things, you know. Um,
0: Tatooine Desert yeah, over, and and over, over and over and over again.
2: Yeah. Him being in a ship and just like this button. His will. ship is fucking
1: sick, by it's the way. It's custom it made, right? So rad. It's got
2: that little bubble for you. Yeah, yeah dude. and so, so yeah. I think for me, just just being able to see that, plus the writers, John Favreau writes all eight movies or eight, uh, eight episodes, which is amazing. Um,
0: I just want to shake his hand.
2: Yeah, and uh, he's just a good person. His 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 Star Wars movie just got cut though. Yeah, a lot of the Star Wars movies, they're all I, I, they're not doing Star Wars movies right now it sounds like. Yeah. It's, it's just, Thank God. Yeah, cuz they probably need to make it all better. make something new maybe. Yeah, yeah, do something yeah, different. Like Andor was a success from I haven't seen it yet, but I haven't uh, seen it either, but Andor
0: like the shows are definitely carrying the franchise. Yeah. Yep.
2: So but yeah, so that's what I really wanted to get into. I mean, I like Katie Sackoff. She's been on many things before, Battlestar Galactica. Is Bokaton? Is Bokaton? Um, so, and I think this is a, a pure sci-fi. It's like watching a Star Trek. It's just it's a pure sci-fi show, and yeah. and that's what I, I love about it. And. Um, and watching Goku go through his stages of Jedi phases, and watching him flip, and you're like, "Oh shit, the kid can flip now!" You know, like he's that was, growing up he's a little bit, a bit. Like yeah. I think
1: you, we're seeing that in season three. Mm-hmm. Like he's getting older. Mm-hmm. He's getting a little bit stronger in the he Force. Was, he was
0: 50 when they found him, so he's getting older. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for his race, that's really yeah. young. That's yeah, a baby.
2: Lived, they lived like a thousand. Or yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so
1: he's getting more mature in the Force, mm-hmm. which I think is it's coming naturally to him because he's he's a very Force sensitive yep. species, but yep. he's. being... Being clearly raised in the ways of Mandalore. Yeah. So, um, and that's, that's so- going to be really, really interesting. He's oh, going to yeah. be like a Jedi Mandalore yeah. combo. And well, Bo talks about that, how they fought alongside the
0: Jedi. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah.
2: It, it's so interesting to see this whole Mandalorian thing because I was so oblivious to it before when you watch the old Star Wars stuff and you watch yeah. even, well you
0: don't get a lot of it you get Boba <clears throat> Fett for fucking three seconds yeah. you, get,
2: you get most of it in Clone Wars in Clone Wars yeah and that's, so, it's, that's deep
1: Mando and I didn't really sure. watch a
2: lot of that either but I, I'm so interested in it I really want to read it's books the worst on Star it Star Wars movie too yeah so I just uh, I just want to you know I think there's so much depth to it I didn't realize so much depth was in the Mandalorian I mean it's almost it, it's if, almost like Mirrors Jedi I was going to say it's, like, they it's are not, Jedi they are
1: just they approach just approach approach it differently differently but like if a jedi if like an average jedi Mm -hmm. was like squared off one one one-on-one versus like an average mandalorian Mm. it's like a 50 50 split like jedis aren't dominating mandalorians mandalorians aren't dominating jedis like they are they approach fights extremely differently but they're As lethal as as the other one. It's like Batman versus Spider-Man. It's not that. uh, that. Think about it. it. One has powers. One has gadgets. Batman would fuck Spider-Man up. Jesus Christ. I don't know. (laughs) If Batman could beat Superman, Batman could wreck Spider-Man. We're not going through this again. (laughs) Fucking (laughs) kryptonite.
0: I don't even want to talk about it. Batman would never use Mary Jane. Like That's (laughs) Spider-Man's
1: only weakness, and he would never do that. Well, who's writing the Batman character? Because that matters. If it's a horror Batman, he might. No chance. He might. No
2: chance. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. I think it's great. I think the uh, all aspects have been – and then watching everything connect together, which has been good. So I'm going to have to watch both of it just to kind of say I like, continue that line and even Clone uh, Wars.
1: But, I don't know. I, yeah. To me, the, the thing that's most interesting so far about this Mando series is um, – season three is the Darksaber. Um, I guess And on that. I feel like they're setting – Mando and Bo-Katan up for a power struggle for who's going to the rule game. Mandalore? So we're going right into rule. this because
0: that's what I want to talk about.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just giving you what I think. Like that's that's the most interesting thing in my opinion. Yeah, yeah
0: there's just a lot of other stuff that happened, but yes, yeah, so that 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 stuck out to me just strictly how they wielded the saber. Like yeah, when you see Mando, he's like it's heavy, and he's just like yeah, he struggles con- with comfortable. Yeah. She takes it; and she's
1: crisp, and she she's got a shield too, and yeah. she's just
0: like yeah. So, yeah. and I don't see Mando as
1: a leader, so I think that that makes more sense. She's had the dark saber before, though. Like I think we need to know that. Like she, when she ruled Mandalore, she had the dark saber, but she's
0: seeing him, and then she saw what was at the, the big creature in the Mythosaurs. waters, the mythosaur. Like, that was like the heart of the Mandalore fucking mm-hmm. yeah. community or whatever. Yeah. And like, so she's coming around to the lore and the history and the belief and the creed. Yeah. Because of him. So I think that's what his role is. He's bringing her to the bringing light.
1: Bringing her back. See, I don't know though, because I, I feel like the creed is not the light. Like, I feel like the creed is like, like Bo Katan's approach to Mandalore culture is like, yeah, I mean. There's that, but, like, there's also, like, we should be working with Jedi, and I don't always have to wear my helmet, and, like, I can be more flexible in how I make my decisions sure. and stuff, and, like, honestly, she she has a line that says that the creed is, like, why Mandalore fell, and I think that, like, that kind of matters, because, like, Mandalorians who, like, Subscribe to that religion, so to speak, were so strict in their ways that they like w- refused to retreat when they should have, or refused to like make different decisions that might have saved Mandalore. So, like, it makes them very susceptible to espionage, and, and it really almost has done more damage than good.
0: But I, I, I think it's the counterpoint of that is true as well, because I think that her rebellion against Mandalore, which she honestly admits was what. Created the valley for the empire to come in and destroy the entire place. Well, they <laughs> fought
1: each other. They fought each other. But they it were was fighting. A civil war.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then empire came in and they yeah. were a weakened community. Exactly. So, like, I think it's going to be a hybrid of the two. Like they realize that Mandalore has to be united to be yeah. as strong as they should be. Maybe the creed is not the way, but the united Mandalore faith or whatever of like we are one will make them stronger and they'll do it in Bo's way. But they'll do it in a way where they're all together and not rebelling against each other. I, it I, might.
1: I, I hear you and I think that's a good point. I think it'll it'll probably come in a in a in a way in which like the acceptance of the way is okay, but like if you don't accept the way, if you're Bo Katan, like you can't just be like, Well, I'm gonna have to kill you now.
0: Right. It's like the children of the watch are the ones that are like super into the creed, right? Isn't that yeah. what they're called? I think they're gonna which come is,
1: which is um, Mando's uh, What's his name? B- D- Dajin. What's his real name? Dajin. Din Dinjarin. Din-, yeah. Din Yeah, Din That's where. He- and by the way, he's never even been to Mandalore. Right? You he know he's, he's never from? Even been to Land- you Mandal- where Mandalore. You know he's from. He's from that moon,
0: Concordia. <laughs> where did I go to school as a kid. Uh, Endeavor Concordia Five High School Private School Baby I am a Mando.
1: <laughs> private school, baby. Yeah.
0: Tacoma, <laughs> Washington, Concordia, Lutheran, oh, Sixth God. place in nationals, eighth grade basketball. <laughs> um, I, I think that there's going to be, yes, there's gonna be a power struggle. I agree. 100%. Yeah. I think she's yeah. ultimately going to be the one that takes the sword and be the leader. Cause she can wield
1: it. Yeah. Barely. It's feeling that way. And she's already, she's said she's better than him. She just she's has better than him, bro. She nope. saves him so much. Yeah, it's like, dude, you're. That's she's a true. savage, That's also bro. like the fact that she's
0: a savage. I I remember watching like the like the recap of like the first few seasons, and then watching like that episode, and Grogu lifts up a freaking charging rhino and twists it in the air as Mando's about to die, and he's in like some locks and he can't fucking like lift the locks off of him. Like, I know he's a kid and he's like figuring his stuff out. Yeah, like that is like go back to Bo Katan and. Thousands of light years away, and come back and yeah, go still, back to the moon and grab Bukitan. Yeah, he's Bo-Katan. still fine. It's like, please call Bro- Bo-Katan and save me. That from got this. me a little bit. I was like, come on, like, how long is this guy taking to cook this guy? Like, yeah.
1: I also, I also feel like I just, I like that when your hero is vulnerable, like, and I feel like you know that's that, that's good writing. But like, Andros getting his fucking shit rocked, like left and right, By, dude. Yeah, and it's like, okay, weird. like, come on, is is he like? Is he helpless? Like it seems like on the he's other Pedro correct.
0: Pascal front, I thought he was going to come save the day in Last of Us, and Ellie went full fucking Rambo. Yeah, Just that shit was that, that. was a sick that ass was episode. So cool. oh, that, was, <laughs> that was so sick. That was so dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, but yeah, I I think that. That really created this whole Bocatan like union of him, She're, she having to come save him.
1: Yeah, so they're linked in that way because mm-hmm. if you notice, he also said that now I owe you, forever I owe you debt. forever in your dead. Yeah. So like, she kind of and then is she dove in the water and saved him now. again yeah. when he was
0: drowning. It's like Jesus yeah. fucking yeah.
1: Christ. Yeah, I, I think they're setting Bocatan up to be the ruler again, but he's gonna be her conscience. He's gonna be her link to the way, to the to the way of Mandalore because. You know, the Civil War was because she was like, "You fucking guys are weird," mm-hmm. you know, and she's right. Like that's what weakened them and what had the Empire take them over. So I, I think you're right. I think that he, like, they're gonna form a relationship, and she's gonna see that the way
2: there's a isn't sense of the worst
1: ever. Like, there's right. there's something that she can work with within that. Um, that's gonna make Mandalor strong. Now, having said that, Mandalores are the Mandalorians are so few in 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 numbers now that like. I mean, she's gonna like being the ruler of Mandalore is essentially like being like the the you know the <laughs> club ruler of a club at this point. Well, they like, got a long ways to go. For yeah. Sure. W-
0: what's his name? Darth Gideon? Is that the guy that had the dark saber?
1: Uh, Moth Gideon. Moth Gideon. Gideon. Where is
0: he still in play? I can't remember. Yeah, he he's died. alive. So yeah. what's is he gonna be? The baddie? Is he? Is he the guy we got to worry about? Or?
1: Um, it, it, they can go in any number of ways because, like, if you th- like take this and and look forward. There's no villain. Like, this is kind of writing
2: into new territory at this point. Okay. So, That's exciting. are, are um, we going to see Darth Maul? Uh, because is this after Clone Wars or as a part of Clone Wars Mandalorian? This is after Clone Wars. Because the, Darth Maul the, is man, the Mandal-
1: Mandalorians have already lost right. to the Empire.
2: And to the Empire. And Clone
1: Wars is like them in that war, right. essentially. Yeah. Yeah, and so Darth Maul though, and, is and uh, in, in Bo-Katan the has already like fallen from grace, fallen, and in Clone okay. Wars she is the queen of She's Mandalore. Cre-
2: okay, and then but Darth Maul is the one that they do. that like helps start that like.
1: Darth Maul fucks people up in in the Clone Wars. Yeah,
2: so he's like he's like part of the like antagonist, right? The- he
1: dies though. Oh, he does die. Yeah, they oh, kill he dies him. again. Okay,
2: yeah. damn, I wanted to see Darth Maul again because I know he has robotic legs.
1: Yeah, that was from his fight with Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, but yeah, he comes back with robotic legs and because he showed em- up in eventually Solo, gets killed. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of sad. Yeah. I wish I would see him. But the Darksaber, like, I, I I was like, man, I want Mando so bad to just, like, learn how to rock the Darksaber and become this savage, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and maybe lead Mandalore, but I don't really care if he leads or not. I just want him to be. I like the Ranger Cowboy
0: Western where he's just going planet to planet, just doing his thing with Grogu. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't
1: want him to settle. But I like, but I like the Darksaber. Well, like you what? know, like I want him to I, I want him to um like, whoever like wields that will Afro rule. Samurai style, mm-hmm. like shooting, but then like when the guns don't work, pull his fucking sword out type you know, like that type of fighting. Um but I like just that. feel like it's not gonna happen. Whoever, whoever, whoever gonna wields happen. that
0: rules Mandalore, is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Technically. So if yeah. he like basically gets this colony back to civilized, civilized whatever world, yeah. Bo Katan stays and he he goes on his journey. He can't take it with him.
1: No, he's got to give it to Bo Katan. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and the other thing, too, that I was interesting is that when Bo Katan took it in episode two and wrecked house with it, which was cool, that's the type of shit I want to see. Yeah. Like, if she's going to be that rad with the darksaber, then just give with it to The her. shield and everything? Yeah, dude. That's rad. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised she even gave it back to him. I was too. Because she left it that's next like to him. the Mandalore way is like if you get disarmed. Then that weapon is is free game, and if somebody picks it up and uses but that it, that clearly shows that she doesn't care about leading. She doesn't. Well, she doesn't care about the way. Right. Like if, if if that was ma- if it was roles were reversed and and she had lost her dark saber and Mando picked it up and did what he did with a dark saber, he wouldn't give it back. He'd be like, "Oh, this is my weapon. This is mine. This is the way. <laughs> this is my. This, this is, the, is way. the way. Yeah." But Bo Katan. This is the way. Exactly. <laughs> but you're right. Bo Katan doesn't. She probably doesn't care about leading, but she also doesn't give a shit about the way. Like she doesn't. She doesn't. She's like an atheist.
0: But she also led him into the waters,
1: and she took him to the waters. Yeah, like she but is, she's like she's like humoring. Him. She's curious. She's like, she's like I think if she's more. You curious, want to go down there? I guess. Like it's just fucking water. Like it's she's not. She's
0: seeing what happened to the civilization of their world, and she's realizing that neither way was right. So I think that he is going to lead her. Fighting to, amongst
1: themselves was wrong. I right. think she is what she's realizing. Right. Yeah.
0: So all right. Well, I I. I hope that this is just. Uh, I mean, I'm not worried about him settling. He's not going to settle. He's going to whatever fix this place, and then we'll go on to his next journey. Um, but I'm excited to see what the big baddie comes through. And if it's Moff Gideon, that'd be cool. But if it's something else, even yeah. cooler. I love that we don't know. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what's exciting. You have no yeah. idea where. And I, and I
2: It's do, exciting place to be in Star Wars. Yeah, it's it's one thing I will. Uh, Star Wars has always been a, uh, a difficult thing because you know the end, and mm-hmm. so it's like all this stuff is you know the end. But with Mandalorian, they've kind of. Ha- Almost avoided it, like I almost feel like they should just scrap all that odd stuff mm-hmm. and start over and let this like Mandalorian Groku thing happen mm-hmm. and they become the heroes or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah,
1: the problem is is that they made this in between things. I know so it's that are part like of the kind big, of pillars yeah. of like the story. Mm-hmm. So because they did that you're kind of right. Like we know that ultimately the empire gets rebuilt. Right. And we know that ultimately Palpatine leads it. And right. we know that ultimately Vader happens, you mm-hmm. know, like, so, which is why I'm so against like building stories in between these mm. core pillars. Like just say like millions of years in the future. And then like, let that sandbox be open. Yeah. I've gone on this rant a million times. Every time we talk about Star Wars, I go on it. So I yeah. won't you do always it now. You always have a
2: sandbox. Because that's what it is, It's open. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with it. <laughs> it's just so hard, but I will tell you they've done a good job with this. Yeah. And they can have like,
0: so many pockets before any of that in their and, own and, and universe. And that's
1: where we are right now. We're, we're currently in a pocket where we don't know what's going to happen next. Right. Like, we don't know who the villain's going to be. We don't know, you know, because Moff Gideon, he works for the Empire, but the Empire is like a shell of itself right now. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. Cool. It's
2: good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I agree. It's been it's intriguing. exciting about it. So yeah. yeah.
0: All right, well, thank you guys so much for listening. As you heard before, please write a review five star like and subscribe share with your friends any five star reviews on apple we will give a shout out on the next episode um but thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you all next month
1: peace